The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. Let's get to our guest, Yuting Shao, macro strategist at State Street Global Markets. Well, I, I wonder if there might be a FOMO factor coming in China stocks um, in that Chinese policymakers are, are, are aware that it's, it's their policy that has led to a lot of, um, of you know, the haircuts here in, in, in this entire sector, particularly in the tech sector, and whether or not at some point, you know, policy will get changed and these stocks will be back in favor. Um, is it likely that we see a bounce at some point here, Yuting Xiao, based on that alone? Um, I, I think uh, the current environment looks to be challenging. Um, but of course, you know, part of the reason I think uh, there's slight more, you know, probably certainly coming up is that the, the party Congress itself was not, you know, aimed at more, you know, policy oriented or market oriented. It's more of a political event. So, of course, there is this lack of, you know, detailed plans or policies for what's coming. So I think, you know, we have to wait a little bit to perhaps uh, the end of the year where we have the Politburo meeting in December. We also have the, uh, the Central Economic War Conference. And of course, uh, when we have the, the turn of the year, we get the NPC uh, in March. So those are more of a policy intensive uh, you know, conferences and meetings where market will likely to get a better sense of what's coming. And that could potentially um, help uh, sort of turn the sentiment that current, currently is in the market. To what degree do you think this was a reaction uh, to, you know, the market getting its first look at the membership of the standing committee? There are no economic reformers there. Uh, that's not likely to change. Um, is this going to cause an enduring problem for investors? Um, I, I think there is a little bit of a, maybe slightly a little bit of overreaction from the market perspective. And I think there's a, a lot of factors that, you know, contributed to what we've seen yesterday. I think the uh, the UN fixing that came up early in the morning when they let go of 7.12, that is a little bit of a sign of there's, you know, more acceptance perhaps from the Chinese side to have a little bit more flexibility when it comes to UN. And also the, the GDP data, even though it was a beat, you still have, you know, this kind of worrying signs in terms of uh, retail sales being pretty weak and the property sector also uh, is still struggling. Um, then I think to your point, um, in terms of the composition, a lot of it um, you have to you have to see sort of the, the upside to that. Perhaps and maybe find a silver lining to things is that once you you have this kind of stability in terms of uh, the policy implementation, a lot of them actually have a lot of local level experiences. So when it comes to the efficiency of policy implementation, that could actually be a little bit of upside. And then I think, you know, we should have, you know, wait a little bit longer to see, you know, how we should really, you know, truly evaluate, you know, what's happening and what's coming up. 
Yuting, just uh, returning briefly to the investing environment in China, yes, we have seen some declines. The Nasdaq Golden Dragon Index off 14% in one day, the most on record. But someday, eventually, COVID zero is going to be swept away. When should traders position for this eventuality and what sort of reaction do you expect when that day finally comes? Um, I think right now, um, in terms of COVID policy, in the very near term, we don't really you know, see a high chance of an imminent change, a material change to zero COVID. Very likely, we'll see gradual loosening uh, towards perhaps Q2 of next year once we get NPC out of the way, once you get springtime that comes in and you get a higher vaccination rate by then. Um, so then it's when you will likely to see a gradual reopening of the country. And in terms of, you know, what, what that means for the market, of course, is that's going to give a huge boost uh, to investor confidence towards Chinese market. And also, you know, in terms of the uh, domestic demand side, there will be a, a significant amount of, of release of pent-up demand, and that is definitely uh, very positive for the market. Doug just mentioned that we saw a little bit of a pullback in yields uh, dropping uh, in the Tokyo market at the moment. There is an argument made by some that bond yields have peaked. Uh, If you look at the two-year up over 4.60%, it's moved down now to around uh, a little under 450. Uh, Would you be willing to make that mark, that, um, that sort of judgment that yields have peaked? And if so, looking forward, you know, you, you have to ask why. Is it, are yields going down because of growth concerns? And if so, how does that affect your stock picking? Um, I, I think from our perspective, we, we are not really uh, confident to say that we've seen the, the peak of rates uh, yet. Uh, because there is still this, you know, continual strains in labor market and inflation is still uncomfortably high. So we think for the time being, uh, the, the Fed is still likely to continue on this path of tightening. And perhaps we, we are, you know, not yet ready to see that we have, you know, confidence that the peak rates has been priced in. So what that means is that, you know, there is perhaps still a lot more uncertainties coming up and we'll pro- probably get a lot more, you know, evidence or uh, confirmation from the Fed side next week when we have the FOMC meeting. Yeah, we've already heard from San Francisco Fed President Mary Daly saying colleagues should prepare for smaller hikes going forward. 75 basis points, very much the consensus for November. But do you have a a sense of when we might expect to see some of these smaller hikes? Um, I think maybe once we turn the year, uh, again, we, we have to really see uh, what the data tells us, um, especially in terms of the core inflation side of things. You know, the Fed really is determined to bring inflation down eventually, and they really are, you know, keeping in mind to, you know, make sure that core inflation doesn't become anchored. So in that perspective, they will probably continue to be on this hiking path. And I yeah. think, you know, to some extent, their purpose is still to tighten global financial conditions. And if they, you know, put on a break too quick, they have to do more down the road, which means more pain for a market. If rates do head lower uh, because of growth concerns, that would seemingly be bad for cyclicals. Um, what about growth stocks, though? I mean, I think the, the market is still kind of divided about that. Yeah, I mean, I mean from our perspective, we are still relatively you know, prefer to stay defensive. Uh, again, un- until we are confident that the, you know, we are seeing the, the peak in U.S. rates, which for right now, we are, we're not ready to make that call. Um, we've got a few seconds remaining. Yuting, what's your biggest risk at the moment that you're watching out for? 
Um, I, I think it is still this tug of war between you know, fighting inflation, tightening conditions versus, you know, growth concerns. And I think, you know, central banks really is facing a lot of challenges to try to make sure the total fine line between, you know, making sure inflation is in check without hurting uh, growth too much. But I think at some point, you know, you got to still focus on bringing inflation down. And that's what's the, uh, the most important thing for growth long term mm-hmm. down the road. All right, Yu Ting Sha, macro strategist at State Street Global Markets. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more.